Alright again people. You know the thing up on a Sunday. Yeah? Yard and abroad. And of course <clears throat> we have a few individuals on the podcast this week. And we're gonna still continue the, the topic of the workforce in America. Yeah? Last week we did talk about it. You know, say they have um <clears throat> Lisa upon the podcast last week. And you have Rastaman himself, Ital. I would have talked about it. Me never really get into my details of the workforce or my experience in a foreign. So I talk about that. And I have three other individuals on the podcast today. Yeah? I have Tibbs herself from Ota. A Rakabesa? Not Rakabesa. <laughs> Sentan. Yes, you me. And we have Nico Vayaso from Ota. Black Roses. Black Rose, Black Roses. <laughs> All right, Black Roses, bad man them. You see me I say? And then we have Raheem over there, so from Ota? Waterford. Waterford, Portmore, to be exact. You get me I say? So, of course, we just have the conversation, just relax conversation. You know, when time you hear people them sit down and you hear them just sit have a reason, drink some, beat some liquor and them thing there. I just that, that kind of energy, that kind of atmosphere there, yeah? So, of course, the topic here, it kinda it kinda boring to some, but it's really important. You get me? So more really want people, the listener them, when they now listen to this, more want to have a keen ear, yeah, and take notes because it's really important where you, if you decide to come to America, you're in America, a certain things you need to look out for. You see me? So first off, Mega start the introduction phase with tips ourselves and we just start moving on the table. And we just get everything off, eh? Go on, Tibbs. Okay, so um, Tibbs, like my friends call me Rashane Ellington. I grew Your friends up in... call you Rashane Ellington? No, you, you guys Rashane. call me Tibbs, okay. but my correct name is Rashane Ellington. Google uh, her. <laughs> I grew up in uh, St. Anne, Jamaica. Moved here in 2008 to uh, Ina, Illinois. Um, went to uh, Renly College for two years and then St. Cloud State University for another two years. Um, prior to that, um, in Jamaica, I went to Frankfort High School and then to St. Jago High School um, in sixth form. People are like, I like, just sound, just sound proper though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so sound proper, proper, yeah? Yeah. So all our American listeners, them, when I got some clarity today, when I probably got, you're like, oh, okay, me understand what she has said. All right, we like that. Okay. All right, Raheem. You finished tips, by yeah, the way? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that's All right. it. So, Raheem, I got Sefim Peace. And we move on to Nick, yeah? Grew up. Um, first name, Raheem. Them call me Duncan back home in Jamaica. Duncan is your last name? Yeah. Oh, so oh. Mm, um, yeah, one of the few where people actually call you by your actual name, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, used to go great at Portmore High. Yeah. And moved to America. 2014. Been here for five years and went to high school in Florida. Graduated. And then oh, so you go to the you go to Holy Pastors in a foreign man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Young After stage. high school, never went to college after that. But yeah. Quick question: Is there a reason why you never go to college? Was it, you just feel like, say, college never made no sense, or was it a financial situation? Because we know, say, as immigrants, that is always 
a situation for us, the financial part of it? Well, to tell you the truth, um, school wasn't something that me really enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. and I never did really plan to go back to school at all, you know, I never did even want to go to high school. But just want to get straight to the money? Yeah. But I understand it. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you want to find a way for your people, them. find yeah. a way for yourself and your people, them. which is, of course, most immigrants, not even most, but all immigrants, like intent whenever they come to America. For just get some money, help out mommy and daddy back home, help out family, and everything good. You get mm-hmm. me, I say? And you come a foreign or come a school a foreign. Yeah, you get more loans and all that thing you have to worry about than anything else. Yeah. You get me? So, I understand it. But, alright, anything else you want? You want Japanese people to people know who you is? You used to play in a kind of sport. Yeah. A Jamaica, you used to play sport over here. Um, people might look on YouTube and see a little highlighter here and say, oh, that you there. Well, in a primary school, me used to do track. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Okay, so yeah, track athlete. Yeah, athlete. Yeah. A track. Wait, wait. That's a track athlete. Yeah, then me stop. Me stop the track and go, go play ball. Ball. Yeah. Where can where where call ball? Make people know where call ball. No, cause no people can say ball, ball. game. Soccer. Football. Oh. It's not soccer. <laughs> football. The real football. The one we actually use your foot. Yeah. Not egg ball or throw ball or whatever them call. Yeah. Yeah. You see me. I never, never play football when I didn't have Jamaica that much because my grades them did bad. I never did really. As when I said, I never did really in a, into school. School, like school I never hear yeah. anything. And when I go to um, Florida, I actually start do work and actually start play travel team. Because you realize it comes on and on. If yeah. you're not in a school, work, people must say, eh, yeah. no sports. Alright, cool, cool. Alright, people, so you hear that from Tips and Raheem himself, Duncan himself. You see me? So we got to touch on the elder. Because the elder, you know. So when you hear me say Nick or elder, you don't know who I talk. Elder. You see me? Them money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them money set that thing in, a, in a my, in a our place, in a Missouri, where you have to say you are elder. You see me? So go on ahead, Mr. Nick. Alright, uh, Nicholas R. Powell, the R stands for greatness, we'll talk about that the next time. Um, <laughs> intense in a people. Yeah, 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 real, real intense. So, we went to JC um, back in 88. The intent I'm just born people. Yeah, got JC 88. Um, after a while, they invite me for leave. If I want to expel me, I don't want to worry. But if they invite me for leave, because um, that, that never had to do schoolwork, but I used to get a whole heap of fight, a whole heap of war. And after I left, there was a big war and I left and ended up going to Stats. So the war was between JC and Stats. I get kicked from, invited for leave from JC and go to Stats. So you don't know. We are worried. Yeah, and, and end up giant track team because of Tamika Brown and cute girl on track team. My giant track team <laughs> two months after my giant track team, she cut out. She left Gaffer, she come a foreign, yeah. And but then I start like it and then end up after I graduate from stats, go a GC faster 
for two years. You know, me have a really good mentor as a track coach, Papi. And Papi. Explain to people what is GC Foster. So GC Foster is a teacher's college. Most of the people who want to teach PE do sports. Um, so that's some ago. I did that for two years, graduate. I was the assistant coach at Ulmer's Boys for a year. You did that and as a with, um, where name again? Francis, Stephen Francis. Okay, that, that, that before our coach left and go down there. My boy. Yes, then. that's prior to that. Oh, okay. That. Um, where name again? Danny. Not yeah, that's before Danny. Yeah. Arthur? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before Mr. Arthur, we never Brian. have a next coach there. Yeah. No, no man. No, no, the, no. the coach for the, 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 the meal. If they left, remember they did a jiggle first and him left, go there, go Ulmers. But, anyways, continue, Mr. Nick. Yeah, so my so teacher Ulmers for a year I was the assistant coach and then get a scholarship and come on McKendree, track scholarship, come on McKendree, graduate from McKendree. Assistant coach at Lincoln University for about six years, win some championship, and then retire and start my business as a sports psychology consultant. I have my master's in kinesiology, sports and exercise behavior, and do social work, and now I teach at the university level social work, plus I run my business. The name of the business is The Mind Game. Talk more about the mind game, man. So we can't, yeah. The mind game, pr- pretty much. I will get upon the the irony and name. They say yeah. it stands for greatness. So we need. Say to touch, touch upon that. Touch right upon that, that first. All right. So the R stands for greatness. Growing up, my mother used to tell me, "Say yo, you can't be anything you want to be." You understand me? And then you remember you used to say, "Yo, a trouble, trouble, I hear a middle name, yeah. or badness, I hear a middle name." So the R, me just say, yo, that's done for greatness because it can be anything more. Like Raheem, I struggle with schoolwork, but I like the results that come from doing the schoolwork. So I don't like the schoolwork, but I like the results of it. And, and the more I start to learn. So the way with the R stands for greatness, sometimes we create with dreams and, and to somebody it not going to make no sense. Because right. me... I never fast. I joined the track team because I'm a cute girl. I never fast. I was a high jumper. But I able to become a 400 athlete. Earn a scholarship. Where, when I did a GC first time, you have a youth from Jago named Lorenzo Robinson, a dirty dog. You know. Dirty dog say, Yo, your name never called in the stadium yet. <laughs> you talk about you want to run for my relationship. <laughs> you understand me? But from nothing, I able to create something. Right. So to some people, you have a dream and it, and it not going to look like it makes sense. Right. It not going to look like it can become nothing. Mm-hmm. But and that's how R look like. As to the average person, R can mean greatness. Yeah. But God, to people me... Are, people are with G. Exactly. <laughs> but in my mind, it can be anything me want it to be. Okay. Just like you can become anything you want to be. <laughs> she are come, yeah, we are come from the inner city. And we're able to create something where we can sit down and we're bridging us. Most of us have a good job, we have a family. They may expect that from somewhere. Right, right. Somehow we're supposed to be dead long time. True. You understand me? And, and so that's the mentality is not, be, not because it don't look like the way society tells us it's supposed to look. Doesn't mean we can't make it cre- create what we want it for be. And as long as we keep putting limit power things, 
if it don't look like a R or it don't look like a G, I'm not going to attempt it. I'm going to keep limiting myself and I'm not going to see myself as great. Okay. So that's the name of my book when I work on the R stands for greatness. R it's about taking a change in mindset, taking, taking, like them used to tell you, use, um, turn water into wine. Use way of. Use way of for become whatever you want to be. All right. So. People. You hear that? <laughs> the boss. You, you write a book already though? No, this is my This is the first one? Yeah, All right. So yeah, so you hear from Tibbs yourself, you hear from Raheem, and you hear from Nick. You see me? The man where the R stand for great, yeah? So just take notes, you know, people, because it got intense. It got, I feel like it got more intense than last week, yeah? Why I say that? Because we have some, some top position in our in in panel, panel yeah, where, you see me? Whenever you come and find it, just link them, you know? Well, and make something happen. <laughs> <laughs> you make something happen for it, yeah? Yeah. Them are them are rub shoulders with the top of echelon, oh, them, you know? Oh, Lord. So, <laughs> with that being said, you see, we go through the introduction phase where people them tell themselves. So, now we're going to step into the hot topic. You see, me, last week, like I said, we did touch on the topic before. Workforce with the two other individuals were which were um, a part of the panel. Me never get my say, so I got touch, touch on that topic, give my experience, and then everybody else on the panel got to do the same. You see me? So, me know, when I did at Jamaica, I actually did that work, yeah? My first job, well, my first hustle. Because when, when me did always want my own money, yeah? So, me used to go around and help like the site man them. Site man is considered construct, um, construction workers. Mm. You see me? So, me used to go around and help them money, carry some block, carry some cement, carry some, you know, sun and them thing there. And get my little $100 a day or something like so. Them time the $100 will pay money still. $100 Jamaican dollar? Yeah. When me a little youth, $100 Jamaican dollar will pay money. That me a talk about in the early 2000. Early 2000. Late 99. That was not, $100 was not a lot of money. $100 to me as okay. a youth. Okay, to you as a youth. $100 whole right. money. Because right. I could have bought a whole heap of sweetie, a whole heap of bag juice, and then sitting there, bull and bun and them something. Yeah? I, mean, I, I have my own money. Yeah. You get me? So my a idea, yeah, money <laughs> I make. So I mean, I forgot to my father and say, yo, daddy, wait, wait, wait. You see me? I have my own money. I can't make my own money. You see me? So I used to do them things. I used to site work on them things there. Help out the site man them. And then after that now, you see me, I start working on an electrical company where they sell electrical supplies, call it OCS, OCS Electricals, where they put um, cross, they have a crossroad, somewhere down this, I forgot what name, you get me? But they used to sell electrical supplies, and the reason why I get that job, they become auntie that work there, and fair husband was, yeah. Privileged. Yeah, yeah. Up well, our... Theme cause of them own the business. So it was, it started out as a summer job. Yeah, started out as a summer job and then it becomes something where I say, yo, all right, then cool, me can get some more money. All right, then. Let me go and do this. You see me? After that, now, I move in a different 
different electrical supply, which them owned by the same company itself, but it was like a sister company or brother company or whatever you want to call it. Mm. So I that work there. So so I get that whole experience there. You get me? I say after that now, fast forward. So I have a kind of a little background. I used to do bartending in Jamaica. You get me? I say bars to go, foods to go. But I didn't start do that. I didn't start work there. So because I didn't got ATI. You have a thing called ATI Jamaica. Yeah, me have a party there. Mad, you know. Mad. It's a series. So it's like a party, three day, three day, I think. Yeah. And I just be a party, two party a day. You get me? I say, so I didn't want to go that. So I say, all right, then cool, I can go to class and get that certificate. And then send me to the stuff for free. All right, then cool, let me do that. So I do that now. I still get paid, go down there, experience the whole ATI situation. You get me? I say, I'm get certified. Being a bartender and a caterer. Okay. You get me, I say? So, no, for the time, Bridget, I talk about, oh, you have certificate in a catering. And, and, yeah, that them all is a talk about. So, how do you say your top chef skills come uh, from? Uh, not really. I'm from growing up still, to be okay, honest. Okay, okay, okay. Growing up with my grandparents, or my grandmother, my auntie, them, my father, my mother. All these them cook so there's nothing more than fe. You have to, you have to look and see what's going on. Yeah. Hey boy, where you do? You be not want to take you for eat that. Come in the kitchen, come, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for real. I have to match up the thing and go in there and get it started. You see me? So from that now I'm got Jaeger and Dana culinary. You get me I say? They do food and nutrition, same way. You feel me? Um, oh, make that do, Virgin. But no, food and oh, me that do. Oh, make it. Me never that. Oh, make it. Oh, make it. Oh, make it. Oh, make it. No, oh, make it. Food and nutrition. Oh, make has part of it is like. Oh, make it. Me never that do. Oh, make. When time me that do it, it call food and nutrition. That's how you get that move. But, yeah. Oh, make. All right. Oh, make. You do oh, make. Yeah, and so that's so that's how with the love for food kind of um, okay. it's kind of start build away. So I say yeah, can cook and the girl them like when you cook and them I say yeah, boy I can cook. All right, cool. You see me? And then moving on to overseas, we just a touch touch on it a yard because I only used to go on. You see me? But yeah. just a touch on the the major topic or the major parts of it. Come America now. Go to college, yeah? Of course, them say you're not supposed to work. If you're not work on campus, you're not supposed to work in your country. You see me? Because they're limited to certain, and certain, um, certain things you can do. So, me did I work in the CAF, me and my bridge named Dre. Yeah? You and, Yeah, man. I just said how you start. You work in the CAF. Because I just said I put in the grit in you know. Wait, dirty, you know. Mm-hmm. You see me? Oh, yeah, all right. Foreigner, all right, cool. But you know, the little American, them, them probably get a work in a library and them thing there. So, within the, you know, tips are blow her nose or dry her nose because I just where she start. That's not, but not. I just where she start. So, she, she feels Jam- like something I throw shots. In Jamaica, so not here, but I'll tell you where I started here. All right. So, in the library, in the, in the cafe, and from the cafe now, we start muscle some things and we have to say, all right, then cool, we have to, we have to go. We have to try to get some more money in the car. Calf money, it not, it not up. Calf money, I just pay, pay my phone bill, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And we have like $10 or $15 else for, for go to one little party and buy like a one beer or something. You know, or can buy like a one pants or something. But 
it not make, it not make no sense. You get me? So, we have to try transition now to outside of the, the campus. You see me? So, now we have to try find a, like a under table job. You get me? I say? Which never that much out because we all have linked them where we have them. I say, yo, you have to apply, you have to apply. But I say, I don't want, I can't apply, I can't work. Yeah. You see me? And you don't want people to know your business, so you kind of, you just go with the flow. All right, I'm going to apply. And I have some bridging now. Them, they're not the same situation as me, but some of them lucky or fuck. Because some of them, man come, man come all America in a three weeks, four weeks time, get social. I'll find social. And yeah? yeah? Find social and then find worker, um, um, casino and them things. Yeah, I say. McDonald's and them thing, you know, McDonald's <laughs> always a go-to when you when they come out to work. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. most people they always start out at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I say, yo, I'm going to apply at McDonald's. My face said the day when I got my McDonald's interview still, I got it dressed too good because some of my people, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought when I think them, them teach in a school when they had their Oh, you have to dress no, when you have to No matter what the job you yeah. go yes. for. You get me? I say, but then after a while, I start talking to some people and I say, yo, you can go for your... Uh, uh, say uh, for instance a uh, uh, garbage man job and just apply like here to work in an office yeah sorry you get me as in a work exactly yeah. <laughs> you feel me as so me go to dress to the tea you now never get the job never get a call back from him me don't know what go on you see me me don't know if it was because of a social um, situation or possible yeah you get me as but me I feel say yo I become dressed to decent you yeah. see me just I keep it like that <laughs> you get me as so that never work out no, it's so I'm um, just further like years down the line. If you're good, while me they are foreign, and nah, nah work. Mm. You have a thing called Sitira. Sitira, didn't you? Sitira, I think. Sitira, we used to call it Laborat. Okay. Because it was a situation where them, them test different, different drugs for you, like painkiller. Oh, killer. yeah. Painkiller and them thing there. Yeah, ibuprofen, new type of ibuprofen and them thing there. Yeah. And it was a little gig where you're social, you just have to have a social and an ID and you're good. You get me and say, and I'm a pay, you stay in a one little dormitory and them test them, give some drugs and see the effects and them things upon you. So you used to do that too? Yes, man. <laughs> you don't forget to the bug, man, you see me? We don't forget to the bug. Yeah. Regardless you get me? Say, yeah, we don't forget to the bug. <laughs> but we laugh about it now, but sometimes people don't I'm understand. I'm a few said, have some effect upon me after the fact, but <laughs> we're going to talk about that in a little. In a I wouldn't longer. disagree with that. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I'm just saying I wouldn't disagree with that. With the fact that it affects me or yeah, I agree <laughs> the fact that, that it, 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 I'm probably agreeing that it probably affects you. Yeah. I kind of feel still. Probably I never get a, a doctor sign up and say, yo, this did affect you or this affect you or something. But I feel still. Yeah. You see me? But yeah, we don't do that thing there. And whole heap of we do it now. Whole heap of can me know they do it. And you have enough Americans who live off of that. Yeah. You have people who travel go from state to state to find studies. that. Yeah, there's some studies. people that start in January to December that is their income. Yeah. yeah. As soon, because there's a certain amount of time you have, to, you have to sit out for. If you do a jug, say this month, you have to sit out for like 30 days or two weeks or something like that. It depends mm-hmm. on what kind of jug it is. But don't they have to do like testing prior to that too? Yeah. To make sure yeah. that you qualify, you qualify. for the drugs yeah, that so you're going to take? When I think them, you, know, you can't have asthma. You can't have asthma and anything. You know, that's one of the major things. If you have asthma, so they're not taking it. Yeah, they're looking for people that were, yeah. But I think what the thing is, like, say, for example, a drug yeah, is pro. like, yeah, the. 
You know about it? I, I know about it. You used it. to do it. I've yeah. never done it, but I know about it. You think it. about it? I know of people that have done it. So okay. the thing is, like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I, I, I would never no, do it. Like that third person. No, 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 nothing against people that do it. I would never do it because I'm very cautious of my body and all of that stuff. But um, I think they, like, say for example, it's for something it's gonna affect your cholesterol or whatever. They're gonna make sure they do those testing mm-hmm. on whatever yeah, yeah. the situation that you're going into that right. you don't have, you know, any yeah, issues fucks. with that. You have to do a, a pre-testing. Yeah. You might draw your blood and all them things. You have to do. P-test and everything there, and them check you. Save me if you dip on any kind of drugs or... No, you know, the whole yeah. process. You get me? So, we do that now. Me and know for my friend, him do that. And you have to get to the bug. Yeah? And it's not illegal, so... Yeah. You know, because, you know, enough people just come out for and want to the fast life. The fast, quick mark. The fast, fast, yeah, the fast. It don't last for a while. Trust me. You might have a 10-year span, but yeah, trust me, that so come to... You have no people who might have a 10 year span, but they will come to an end. Eventually. It definitely will come to an end. So people don't keep that in mind. Fast life not always, you see me, I say work out. Like the longevity of it, it not normally work out. Yeah? It's either jail, you see me? Casket, you see me? Or, well, Deport. if you got jail, you're going to end up with nothing. Because they might take back everything, friend. Right. And when you got, got a casket, you're not going to have nothing. Not even life. You get me? I say so. Yeah, we have to get to the bag. You see me? Do that for a certain amount of time. And then I say, yo, I can't do this. I can't do no more of this. So me go so boom now. So this is while you're in a college? Yeah, this is in a college. Okay. In a college, right after college. Okay, okay. You get me? I say, because we still never find a legit job yet. Because we still never solid in our country. You get me? I go, I move to Florida. I move to Florida. I lived in Florida for two and a half years. So when I did that Florida, I have a, a find a Jamaican link. You get me? Through a close friend. She named Dana. She make a link for me in a, in a Florida. <laughs> I want um, detailing. So what we used to do, we used to wash car. You see me? I said, boat. The main part of the detailing company was to do like yachts and boats and everything. So we used to detail boat and yacht and everything. But we go wash them and we go buff them and all them things. make them shine up and all them things, you know? So them kind of work that we used to do. Uh, wash care, expensive care and them things. You see me? The sports player, them, the NFL player, them, the NHL player, them, them rappers and them things. Them kind of, you know what I mean? Bentleys and... Luxury. Yeah, them luxury mm. care. So most of them care, I kind of drive them care already still. But eh, besides the fact. <laughs> yeah. You get me? I never mind them still. You see me? So we do some detailing. Car detailing, boat detailing, and then after that, which was an experience within itself, because based on the fact that it was a Jamaican who owned it, there's a lot of things I feel like could have changed or could have better. Okay. Because you know the struggles. Like in the sense of, you know the struggles where we go through as immigrants. You get me? I say, you know the struggles as immigrants where we go through, and I feel like so with a short, get short change. And based upon the conversation I have with, other co-workers, when they do it, they feel the same. Okay. feel like they get charged, they do a whole heap of work, flick with the money. You now get the same amount of money where like an American would probably that get. Because you think of straight. That, <laughs> me, me understand that part and now me, me kind of understand more about it. Right. You get me? I say, you have to you have, do what you can do. You see me? I say, and we do most of your work, to be honest. Fox. You see me? I say, and that certain 
owner the business owner the listen to the podcast yeah. You see me? Listen to the podcast yeah. Regular. You see me? One of the audience I know say I want to listen to the podcast yeah. But when me feel say me attack directly to you right now. You see me I say when me feel say you can do is do some more for the immigrants. You probably feel like you do as much. You see me I say but me coming me working with you and see all the thing motion and talking to my coworkers, a whole lot of things can change, yeah? Like the workforce, the work period, like the amount of work we do, can get some more money, man. I don't know if things change right now because a long time that. I talk about, about a good six years ago. Okay. Okay. It's a long time that. So, you know, a whole lot of things probably might change by then, from then. What I think still, you know, um, I'm in a take off theme or nothing like that, but right. more time you have to keep in mind say, yo, there are certain different things you have to do because you have to on that table. On that table. Right. So sometimes, and just put it plain, someone will come here with the mentality so we are going to make a bag. Right. And the struggles where you go through, mm. I feel our force you to level up. Yep. That's very true. Because sometimes we we'll come here and we we'll start making food mm-hmm. and we can buy what we want. Right. So, when, so we get complacent. Yeah. But when you realize, say, yo, the man, the man could have do your blessing this because. Fox, Fox. Because. Your blessing. You it's realize, like, say, more and more. Yeah. And this, no, I know it. I know this. So yeah, we need for step up. Fox. Yep, it's a stepping stone to get to where you Fox. want to be. And me not, don't get it twisted, you know. I tell the man, say, yo, yo, dog, you should have given me more money, Ray, Ray, Ray. I appreciate everything where yeah. him did do for me, because, like I said, I did a foreign. Prior to that, I did a foreign. I can't get no work. I first work that way, I know, say, yo, I get a paycheck, and we get paid every week. And some of the time, we get tip. You get me? I say, like I said, I am I, um, sports player, them rappers and them thing there. So you know, say, them all give a little tip. You get all a fifty dollars from one person. You get all a hundred dollars from one person. You get all, you know what I mean? Them thing there. So it was great. So you your transition, from, all your transition from there, so? From there, so? From there, so my transition, me actually move back to Missouri. Mm-hmm. Me move St. back Louis. to Missouri, St. Louis. Yeah. You get me? I said, move back to St. Louis. And while playing football, the real football, of course, people. We go, you see me? I said, find We're out American every time. Soccer. Where, yeah, where Americans call soccer, yeah, that thing there. You see me? Because of that, I meet some Hispanics, Mexicans to be exact. And you know what Mexicans get done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work day in, day what? out. <laughs> what? You see me? Work and Corona. Yeah. Work, <laughs> Work and Corona. Af- after and party done, yeah, after, after work done, I say. You know, say, you, know, you can have a like one beer and, or a five beer or a six beer and anything. And a chicken sandwich. You feel me? And you don't have to get to it. Yeah. Yeah, because I decided to say, yo, you have, to, you have bills to pay and anything then, and I want to send all the money to give my mother. You see me? I say, them thing there. If anything come up, I me me have money. You see me? So, and because of the Florida situation now, I kind of start to feel some money now. So, you have to maintain that. Yeah. You see me? So, that now, start the roofing construction. Roofing. People, grit. Especially in the summer. Pantapai roof is an additional, compared to what it is 
by the weatherman, whatever the weatherman tells you for 90 degrees, it's like an additional 20 degrees upon the roof. Because I want to make the, the, the shingles, I want to make the, the roof. You see me, I say? It is grit, trust me. Burn up. You see, after summer done, my black, purple. <laughs> you get me, I say, go in the winter, can't wait for winter. Come here, I say, yeah. But at the same time, it was seasonal. You see me, so you, know, you have to save up your money, you have to work hard in the summer, save up your money mm-hmm. for your winter. Yeah. For all you out until. I'll make it last. Yeah, until them time again. You get me, I say, so you have to pinch it, pinch it, pinch it. But it was a good little look still. It showed me a whole heap of things. You see me? Highlight a whole heap of things in the like sense. What? what? What was one of the biggest things you feel like that highlight for you? The biggest thing, when I say highlight for me, well, I actually work with some different kind of people, be. Like, I mean, was the only, out of whole heap of the, 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 the crew, them, the roofing crew, them, I mean, was the only black person who actually steer on for more than. Say a week. What Every the difference? Because me want work. You don't get. Me me want the food. Yeah. Me want the the bag. Me want go for the bag. Yeah. You see me? I said me go me go work and it me the always was a hard worker from Jump Street. You feel me? Me always you see me? Me have to get to it. You know what I mean? I want to show say yo. At the right decision you did make when they hire me or you call me to come help you do something. Whatever me I do, if I play ball, if I work. If I just being a friend, you see me, I just saw my program. I just saw my motion. I want to be the best. You see me, I say best friend. I want to be the best worker. I want to be the best soccer player. I just saw my thing go. Mm. You get me, I say, just a mental state of mind. You see me? So, I just, that, that did, that did show to them, say, yo. Because they have it for say, what they have it for say is American, they don't like work. That's a big thing when they yeah. yeah. not like work. I don't think it's a thing where they don't like to work. I think they don't like they, the them mindset them is they don't want to do labor intensive jobs. Them say them I mean and yeah. they like when we Caribbean come they and take them job, isn't it? And do for them work. Yeah, I, I mean us are relate with them say. Yeah. That are work True. them say them lazy. Word for word. Yo they lazy man, they don't like work. Like the money but they like the work. You get me I say and so you feel like work ethic was a big thing? Yeah, well, it, it made me stay. It yeah. made me stick around with them. I feel like that's important because a lot of, a lot of time will come in and, again, get complacent. Right. We'll come from, America, from Jamaica or from a different... And we start make a little change and we get complacent. And we start stop go to work on time. Start reach five minutes late. I will start look on the clock as soon as yeah. I'm ready for clock play. out. I will know I got an extra month. But whereas, because we come from Jamaica, we get we're hungry. We don't mind if boss say, yo, we have overtime for you. Me, me give some overtime. <laughs> Mummy, I can't come home and I get two hours overtime because the overtime they're going to help me for, for, for send an extra $20 go give my father. That'll give me an extra $50. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we'll, some of the time that we love work. Is a, is what we know the extra overtime or yeah. the extra work. I I gotta give it, but because of that, a lot of time we overwork ourselves. Fucks. And frost out mm-hmm. because we are try chase the bug. That we overwork ourselves and then get burnout. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I get I'm put up with disrespect. Yeah. Holy for that. Holy for that because them feel say yo. Them boy are hungry, you know, or them, them come from. So, 
me can disrespect yeah. them or mistreat them and them are going to put up with it because them want the work and them know we know them status ah them can't do better so yeah yeah them are stick around regardless yeah. of what we do regardless of how we pay them them are stick around yeah you get me as and yeah that was it for me like we need some money in a foreign so and me decide say yo me now go the route the fast route because I did have the option there where I know people and know people and you know the thing go. You see me and I decide to say I do that because my auntie did have a conversation with me, my uncle did have a conversation with me. me. My granny, every day, my grandmother called me and told me, say, yo, stay out of trouble, you know. Stay out of trouble, regardless of what kind of conversation me and I have. At the end of the conversation, stay out of trouble. Look, boy, stay out of trouble. Yes, ma'am. I would just keep it pushing, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I just, I just, that, that just does my thing still. You get yeah. me? So me, I met the, the rest of the, the panel, touch point for them thing, and keep it moving. So tips, are you your time All now? All right. So um, I guess mine was a little bit different, but just to like background on, like, I guess back home, like I feel like my first initial job experience started at home. So, you know, mommy have our local shop and... You know, like after school or evening time, you know, I yeah, help keep shop yeah, on weekend yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So that's kind of where you, you kind of get, that's where kind of start a little, you know, entrepreneurship spirit or whatever, you know. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. It. yeah, so you know the shop. And then you, you take into consideration, you know, you help your mother out on weekends. You might have a got a store. You go buy um, whatever the shop need. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, through the, the, yeah, yeah. throughout the week, you make the list of things, whatever you sell. And, like, yeah. you know, it's not, I don't know, big shop. So, it might be here, hey, 12 Dragon, you know, yeah. a case of beer and, Bob, you know, chubby. Bob, and, and you know, and yeah, that kind of stuff. So, that's kind of, like, I would say my first work experience. But that started as, like, as soon as you can start counting money yeah. right. in Jamaica. So, I don't know, six, seven or whatever. You can go in a mother shop and help sell something or whatever so that was kind of like the the first work experience for me and then um transition into that like in high school i didn't necessarily work she I get at people she get at <laughs> no but here's the thing yeah, it's not it's track, not right? no no i did track so you have to understand like as yeah. a track athlete you spend a lot of time on weekends and after school, after school. so that you know like after school your track practice might be what two three hours mm-hmm. after school so there's really not a lot of time to work after school and then on weekends you might have track meets or whatever and if you don't have track meets you'll have training yeah so that kind of you know that's kind of what i did in high school there wasn't like a lot of work experience but right after i graduated high school there was the opportunity of, you know, I was kind of in that, still in that deciding factors, like, what do you do after high school? Do you stay in Jamaica and take out student loans and go to, to school there? Student loan? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. That, that was that. But Privileged that, people think about student loans. No. <laughs> no, 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 that's the thing. I wanted, I, I didn't want my, my education want to, to stop. Student loan. Right, but you don't want your education to stop after. I get it that it's, it's kind of like, Based on the experiences I've heard where people kind of pointless taking out student loan in Jamaica, unless you are definitely no say go get a good job at the end yeah. of the day because all you do is like you know them claims everybody left Jamaica, left university, got call center or whatever. That's mm-hmm. the that's the meme or the jokes or whatever everybody have. So I did like this uh, two month program where um, it was a youth program. They have you work for like two months. They place you somewhere. It's kind of like government organizations or stuff like that. So you know I worked at the public library. Uh, for about two months, I think it was, and then during that two months, it was kind of like really. Wait, like, Nairobi, sir? No, 
It was in <laughs> it was in Claremont Center. I don't know why. <laughs> well, Peter, I'm from Rockabessa. I'm from Rockabessa. We're obsessed with Rockabessa. They're close. No, they're close. They're close. No, because Oracle is, is, is in uh, St. Mary. St. Mary. Yeah. And I'm, it's, it's neighboring, but it's, it's not. Yeah, you're from there, but I'm not. I'm not going to come Anyways. from St. Mary for one. I'm people in Yeah, should I know where St. Mary come from? <laughs> Anyways. People don't come from St. Mary. <laughs> your people don't come from St. Mary. But people don't come from St. Mary. Keep it on your people. Them. No. All right. We talked about this last week, so people didn't know already. All right. Anyway, so the people know where you come from, right, O'Neill? So then, you know, in college, so it was kind of the, you know, you still have, yeah, when you do tracks and, and stuff like that, you know, you still have the mindset. I was like, okay, you still have six formers and options and stuff like that. So um, kind of, you know, went, went to, to six form in San Diego. And then um, just after that, like, got a scholarship to come, come here and then... Um, I guess work experience here, you think you can come and just, you know, just based on what you said, you can come go to school and then you can find a work and you can work and go to school, but then you come and it's like, oh, hold the brakes, pump your brakes. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. First thing, them have some right by your social, say, yo, not valid for work. You have your contact. uh, Wait, wait, please. USCS. 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 But here's the thing, before you even get to that, they tell you that you come up and you have your, um, you come up and you have I, your, your, your um, I-20 and all of that, but then they tell you, like, you can't even get an ID or stuff like that because no. you don't, what, you know, what is the need for you to have it? Your, pas- your passport yeah. is all you need in the country. Get your school ID. Yeah, because yeah, you get a school ID, you keep your passport if you need any kind of formal form of identification. And then it was kind of like, so, you know, kind of shout out to my uh, uh, college uh, track coach that was there, Denny Myers, rest in peace. Um, kind of, uh, find a way, kind of almost like a loophole through the system. Once we had a letter to say that the college was going to employ us, mm-hmm. then we could take that letter to the Social Security and office get social. and get a Social yeah, Security so number. Yeah. Regardless, you can't, you can't work with that Social Security. The work has to be on campus. Okay. Yeah. So at the time, like, there wasn't anything at Renly College. It's a, you know, small college, small town. There's not that much um, work experience there. So I didn't work there. But, however, the Social Security gave you the option to, you know, go out. You could get a bank account at this point. You can get, you know, you can get a driver's license. You can get your state ID. You have to get a um, a, um, letter from your school to where you got um, your driver's license. Because we didn't have to get that. We didn't have to get it for go. Everything we have to do, you have to get a letter from... The college. Nope, I think I think in in Illinois it only required I think your I twenty yeah. and then your um once you have like a social security or your school ID I yeah. think is what them, they required. Them. However, they limited to the amount of time you have on your on your I twenty. Oh yeah. I-20. So if you only had like you know a two year, like, you'd mm-hmm. have to go back and keep renew it every time. Yeah. So like the the time at Ren Lake, I was only there for two years, so the ID would only be for two years, and okay. then after that you'd have to keep renewing it. Cause I guess the reasoning behind it was. They want to make sure you're still in a school. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't want you. Always have to bring a letter. If anything oh, you do, you have okay. to bring a letter. Okay. okay. But one, once, I guess they, in, so in Illinois, once I guess the I 20 is current, yeah, then you'll be, you'll all, right. be all right. Yeah. So Life is better in Illinois. I guess it is. In my view. <laughs> in some instances. Yeah. So, like, I, my first, like, real work experience here in, in college was like when I went to St. Cloud uh, State University, there was more opportunities because it was, you know, a bigger campus and stuff like that. So there was more. Um, on on campus jobs as they call it. Mm-hmm. So um, I worked at the. Uh, they had a uh, ca- academy. What is it? What is that? What's that thing called where they have all the student athletes go study all or something? It wasn't mm-hmm. called study all. It's in cloud. Anyways, um, 
if you had a certain GPA in college, you were able to help tutor like the mm. uh, sophomores and the freshmen. Oh. So at the time, I was a junior. So um, you have a four point I didn't have a 4.0, but I had a good GPA. So I was able to tutor. So um, I don't remember what it was. It was it was a, it was above three point I think it was about three point five or something. Three point nine point five. Whatever. Listen, I don't get a lot of B's in Which is great. Like Kids so, go to school, okay? Anyways, right. anyways, so here's the thing. So by by that time, you know, I worked as you know, so pretty much, you know, you go there. You sat around. If there's kids that came that took, you know, you pretty much the classes that you took while you're on ca- on um, campus. If you got um, like an A in that class, you could tutor students on that class. So that was kind of like my first work experience on, um, like, really working here. Um, so never in the, in the United States. No. About privilege. No, that's not privilege. But I'm just saying. Tips. Tips would last a day in that cafeteria. Probably not. Probably not. Probably wouldn't last a day. If we're gonna be honest. You see, look on our nails them right now. But she could have do the punchy you know, where the kids them swipe the kids. Oh, the swipe. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I didn't... But them people, them, them can't just do that alone. They have to do everything else. You have to help the cleaning and stuff like that. You have to do, yeah, you have to do a lot of that. No, like, and, it, and so I could last a day in there because I don't want to think that it was work ethic or anything that <laughs> wouldn't make me last no, a day. No, people should. But, yeah. like. Our attitude, <laughs> our attitude, bad. She, she's touch people. Oh, okay. No, and I'm, I'm not, she's nec- not necessarily like that. But Bougie. Yeah? Oh, Lord. Yeah, man. I wouldn't say that. A good people still, but yeah. yeah. I would a regular with, with the Lord still. Our customer want, service skills are mad, man. Yeah. You want to say that's why she never passed there. Our customer service oh, skills are mad. Oh, Lord. Go at that. Go at that. No, I'm only no more. I'm only going to talk about my workplace. Continue. 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 Because like you want to stop coming and say you're bougie. Go ahead. But then, you know, so come on to that. You know, it's like graduation time and it's kind of like really a big deciding factor because as international students you know after four years it's kind of you know they they give you well they give you your one year work experience opt OPT. if you choose to work after you after you get a degree you can work for one year or you can choose to go on to your master's degree or you can choose to take your behind out of the people of country as long as you're in school you're good yeah Yeah. so where do you get your degree now Business management. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of so for me at that point, I decided that you know what, I'm gonna opt to use the OPT and work for a year, and then possible go back to school for my masters. And everybody's like, you know, you should just go do your masters because once you once you start start working, that money start flowing, and you're not gonna wanna go back to, to go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> and that mm. I guess that can was I tell after? you? Yep. Yeah, that exactly what happened. So, anyways, I worked. Um, Actually, right after college, I felt like, and and just this is like for correction of errors for anybody listening that you know I just feel like I didn't apply myself enough in college just because you know track and stuff took up so much of my time. I just feel like you know the tutoring was an experience, but I didn't apply myself enough to like internships and stuff that I should have been doing okay. that would have given myself more opportunities. You know, just experience wise. So when you get out of college, you have this degree. Like the degree doesn't do anything for you, you almost to, you have have if you don't, don't have, have that experience. experience. Because yeah. you go and then you start pulling up all these jobs and you want to apply for them, Two and it's experience. like one year experience. It's like four college degree plus four year experience of this, and we'll then you know if you don't have a college degree, then you have you need ten years experience mm-hmm. and stuff like Too that. Much. But I just feel like I didn't, you know, I didn't have the mentorship and the people that and that I that needed, and that's the thing that I would say to anybody like you know coming from Jamaica or coming from a different country, like partner yourself with a mentor. 
that's gonna help you and said you know day one when you get here this is what you need to do if you decide that you're gonna go back home you already probably know the experience of what you're gonna get when you go back home but should you choose to stay in this country these are the things that you need to do so here we're gonna do we're gonna set up a mentoring program for the upcoming immigrants or Jamaicans coming to Missouri per se you get me I say we have Nick over here so you see me I say we have Tibbs you see me Raheem we have Ital we have Dre and enough of them man they have the experience in a mm-hmm. different different um, department you see me I say not just in our workforce but they been through it you get me so we can make for them life a little bit easier absolutely yeah? so if the people them can reach out when they make that step there and then decide so they're going to stay in the States. I even if you're not going to stay in the States, but you live here. At the time you live here, you're still going to need the advice. Yep. You get me? I say you can reach out. And we're always here because we're willing to help. You know. That's Which why. is why I start my play that role there. If you notice, every time I own all the meds, I always a, a challenge, you know, because... Motivate you, you know? I always encourage because me know it feel like... I don't want to cut you No, go ahead. I know it feel like when me did drop here, and never have a big community. Yeah. We have a small community at Mackenzie because at the time we have like 17 Jamaicans at, mm. at Mackenzie. All right, so it, it was a little family, and we know the importance of having people right. around you where have experience you can share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we did open minded enough to listen. Right. Because a, a lot of time a man will come and say, Yo, I know my thing, I do my own thing. And most of the youth, them were. From our era, from 90, Majapia 99, most of the youth them from that era, they were branch off, find themselves in some trouble. Okay. Now, put nothing bad for nobody, but that's how I am, because them branch off and them got surround themselves with different circles. And the circles not have them best interests, because at the end of the day, some, a lot of them are Americans. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I'm going to say, not go learn your thing. from go learn from other people. But bring knowledge. I like back in the day when the Caribs and the Arab, Arawaks. They used to bring knowledge to the circle and share with everybody. Everybody help each other grow and provide support. But now, man, I say, yo, I'm going to get more one thing. Remember when I'm bridging by a car. He used to carry go to Walmart and everything. Right over Fairview, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And the minute we get with tax return, every man buy a car. Every man buy a car. So guess what now? The expenses will come with a car. Instead, I will con- constantly contribute and build as a unit. Now everybody... So we are going to party all four away and drive okay. a car. Because we want to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. As the elder, one of the elders, we have to bring it back and say, yo, what we are do? Right. And if we don't have people in our circle, we are going to challenge you, not just be yes man and them thing there. And challenge you and say, yo, come on, yeah. get your act together. Yeah. And not be afraid to stand up against you and tell you, say, yo, we are do wrong. Right. I do agree with this. You can move forward, but this is all. So we already have a mentorship, so we're not touching. Right. Even though it's not formally, I say, yo, this is the mentor. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, I reach out to you and I say, yo, I see where you are going with, go on yep. do your thing. Yep. Right, right. Zane, yo, yep. much respect. I'm mean, going to have to load it up and put it out there for everybody, everybody to say. Yeah. Just 
Off small touch so bases. Yeah. yeah. That mean a different because now you know if something start go wrong, you know you have somebody you can reach. Yep. Right. We are gonna give you proper guidance and now just do it for the show. Yep. True. Very true. And try to impress people. So that's what I think was important. That I always start the Jamaica Day in the park. For make sure so we remind each other. Because when you feel like you don't have somebody here and things start fall apart and you feel like you know nobody forgot to. Rough. That's why I try to keep, which we try, me and CJ did start out with that for make sure so we have that circle there for, for, for the man them come in. I'm love that Uno step in, the younger youth, them step in. Next generation, 2.0. <laughs> 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 you know 2.0 step, step in and, and actually a step up to the plate and I do it. Nah. Yeah, because you know what? Yeah, so like, you know, as I was saying, it's just like, for me, there wasn't necessarily that background. So had I had more experience in college and try to, you know, I balance school and track very well, but I was just missing that, you know, work experience of, you know, how do you, you know, spend your Christmas holidays and do an internship or whatever and try to balance out, you know, training and an internship and stuff like that to help you prepare mm-hmm. for the workforce here. If you know, if you know you're gonna, you know, stay here, there's a great possibility you're gonna need that experience. So it was a little bit frustrating for me just applying for jobs like, you know, no getting out of college and stuff like that. So um I think after a while, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to work a job until I get the job that I need, you know, just try mm-hmm. to get into something. Because there's no point of sitting down making no money, yeah. then, then you know, you could just make money. So I think at one point, I was just like, you know, I, I think somebody was working at the mall or something like that. And it was like, come work at, you know, like Lady Foot Lock or whatever. You did tracks and stuff. You know about shoes. You can come and help us sell shoes um, for the holidays. Like, kids are going back to school. And I was like, mm, yeah, I'll do it or whatever. What else am I doing? Like, I'm just applying for jobs and, you know, really no callbacks at the time. And, you know, that sometimes has a lot to do with, you know, who you know. Because you already know, like, a million jobs get posted all the time. Mm-hmm. But do they really need to post these jobs? Because they already have somebody in mind that they're going to give these yeah, jobs yeah. to. Connects. But Links. legally, they're required to post these jobs. Mm. So when you look into it, you'll be like, oh, my God, I applied for so many jobs. But, you know, eight of those ten jobs that you, you probably applied for already had eight people set aside for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anyways, you know, I kept doing my thing. I kept applying for jobs and stuff like that. You know, I was at the mall working at Lady Foot Locker just as a sales associate, to be honest. And, you know, I was there for like two weeks. And then they're like, listen, you know, you have a degree. We have a management position coming open. You know, would you want to stay here? And I just didn't thought of myself as being in retail management after, you know, graduation. I was just like, you know what? You know, I'm going to work at Foot Locker. I used to work at Lady Foot Locker. So anyways, you know, I took, you know, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I just went for it. I was like, you know what, I'll do it. It's more money. It's in my field. It's business management. And, you know, I stayed there and I, you money know, I, I actually worked there for probably almost a year. I worked at Lady Foot Locker as a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, um, it was kind of transition time because Eric had graduated from college and we we're like, okay, we got to move. It was in Minnesota. We weren't planning on staying there. So it was like, we're going to move back here. Some place where you find yourself. And then, <laughs> I know, I know, listen. Minnesota. Minnesota, cold, cold Minnesota. So, You're cool, right? Yes, it was really cold there. So, you know, so we moved back down here. Pretty much the same thing again. You start all over again, mm-hmm. you know, start applying for jobs and, 
again it's the same frustration but a little this time a little bit different because you have the experience and now you're looking for a higher pay grade yeah so you're like okay i have the degree and i have more experience now i'm not gonna try to get into the same thing which you know the option was there to either transition you know lateral transfer to um for the same company but i just felt like i wanted to do more and you know and you know i just didn't want to do it so yeah so you know applied for some jobs after a while you know um got some callbacks did some interviews but then eventually you know i decided you know i went to a job fair and decided to uh, take an assistant manager position at Walmart at the time. At the time, it was like a training program. So you went to training for like almost 10 weeks because you're an external. You've never worked for the company. So, you know, it's like world's largest Sorry, retailer. There's so much you have to learn. And if you're mm-hmm. just going to jump in as a manager, there was, you know, additional training. So went to training. Um, and then I worked, actually relocated with Again? the company. Yes. So remind you, we just moved from Minnesota. Um to we moved like Fairview Heights, Illinois. We were there for probably about three months, and then I got this job offer, and they're like, "Here's the deal: where we're gonna place you is gonna be like an hour away from your home." And we didn't like I didn't want to drive an hour back and forth to work every day, so mm-hmm. you know they gave the option of like you know let's relocate. Um, you know you can relocate if you want to with the company. I'm like, mm, you know we'll, we'll do it. It was a good job offer. You know the money was very decent. It was. It was better than most jobs were offering yeah. at the time. So did that. And then after that, I worked. I lived in uh, Mount Vernon for okay. about, what, 13? About 13 months or so I was there. You know, kind of wanted to transition again and just kind of really just wanted to move. And just I just didn't like the location of the place I was working at, you know. And I, I had, like, probably, I would say probably the I don't know, the best mentor that somebody can ask for in this company. Like, the day I set foot into, like, the first Walmart, she was the market manager, and she's like, I'm going to be your mentor, and I'm going to get you wherever you want to get to in this company. And, like, since day one, it, you know, it's her. And, you know, I can call her and say, you know, this is working very well for me, and, then you know, this is not, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's always like, okay, let's sit down, let's talk about it. Anyways, I, I went to Jerseyville, Illinois as a lateral transfer. So moved back again. The company moved me back closer to here. So, you know, constant relocation and stuff. And that takes a, a, a toll on just your life and your personal yeah. life and all of that stuff to be, you know, packing up and moving and all that Adapting. stuff. Yes, and, you know, changing all that stuff. Move back. Um, I was in uh, Jerseyville, Illinois. I was there for 18 months. At the time, you couldn't do anything. The company put kind of constraint and said, hey, you got to be in position or you got time in position, time in place or whatever. It needs to be 18 months before you can move. Before you can move. So I was there for 18 months. And, and I tell you, like, 18 months and probably, like, one day, like, I got promoted <laughs> yeah. and had to literally. And this time I, I decided, you know what? I just moved two times already with this company. The the job, the, the promotion was what, like probably over another hour again. And I'm like, I'm not going to move this time. I'm going to actually drive. And, you know, like, so um, I, you know, like that, I felt like. Is that where you are now? No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> anyways, I was there for, I was there for like literally like four or five months, you know, learning my new role and blah, 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 just, 
you know, taking on new challenges and, you know, like just new processes with the company, you know, company was just consistently changing. And I was like, you know, how do I help my boss, you know, get this, get this thing down pat so he doesn't have to do. And like within like a few months of being there, um, the company has a thing where they call it the rising star program. So okay. it's selected by, you know, the market managers and stuff. They see it's it's for high, it's like a high performance culture. So if you're, you know, highly performing the culture, you can be selected for the program. And it's like the, uh, the what they call it, the fast pace to the next role. So it would be at that time would be store managers. So, you know, I got a call. Would you be interested? I was there for a month and then one month turned into two months of helping um, and then the company had like a restructuring. Go on talk because so, we have a question more asked. Okay. So the company restructured and they said, you know what, we have so many people in your role but we think we don't need that many people. So we are going to um, we're going to restructure and we're going to decide on um, who stays based on different criteria that, you know, none of us co-managers know what were the criteria is going to decide if we work for the company. So here's the thing. The company says the top, the top selected co-managers will get to keep their job. The middle one, we will consider them still working for the company with a demotion. And then the bottom, done. you're Back just to, done. They're thank invited you, to yeah. leave. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your service. You know, thank you for your service. Yeah. You know, we're gonna offer you a severance package, and you know, we no longer need your service. And you know, everybody gets, you know, you that's your job, that's your income. So you know, everybody around you is kind of just so worried. So, you know, I'm worried, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, I'm a top performer. I'm a top performer. I didn't get selected for you know like a program just because of whatever. So I wasn't so worried about it. But at the same time, you just got to think about those are the things that people face in the workforce here. Like you can have a job today, and then tomorrow they said you no longer work for the company. Here's your last check. You know, carry on. So, where you feel like gave that sense of confidence there? What was it about your work ethic? That because I feel like when people come here and they might say, Yo, I come and I work hard. But what were some of the things that you did over and beyond that, that give you that sense of confidence where I don't worry about losing this position? Well, you know, they stand out yeah. more than your other co workers are. Well, here, like, well, here's the thing so I believe in um, like getting the job done and getting it done now. Like, I think um, one thing that I learned early is, like, if you have a task today, try not to, like, push that task to tomorrow because you're going to be faced with different challenges tomorrow. And if you didn't get what you were supposed to get done the day before, now you're, like, you know, just doubling up. So I just believe then is either you stay until you get it done or you figure out a way you're going to get your job done in the time that the company requires is either one or the other. You're going to get it done in that time or you're going to have to work longer to get it done. And in the beginning, trust me, I didn't get it done, like, just like, hey, my seven to five shifts is all done and I can go home at five o'clock. I didn't like I, I struggle with time management just in the workforce in the beginning. But I had to figure out, like, listen, you're going to have to get organized and you're going to have to figure out is like this is the time slot I'm supposed to get this done. How do you delegate and use your team around you mm-hmm. versus, you know, trying to get everything done by yourself? So one of the biggest thing for me um, 
just as a manager is like building a team because you can't get it all done by yourself. It's it's not possible. Like yeah. nobody can get anything done by themselves it, at at any time. So you're gonna always have a team. You can decide like, okay, is this the right team? And sometimes you go in and it's a great team, but sometimes you gotta go in and be like, okay, I got my ones, my twos, and my three. My ones I know for sure I'm gonna keep. My twos I'll work with them to decide whether I keep them or they're gonna end up having to go and your threes you know for sure needs to go and then you decide from that who do i need to include on my team so you have a full so one that's based on priority top yep. performer middle. you keep your top performers yeah. okay. and then sometimes i have people so my twos might be hey it's not a top performer but they're very willing and they have the potential you just yeah. need some teaching and training with them to get them to the level of where like this person can definitely be a one if you just work with this person so those were some of the things that I felt like I established early on to say that's what that's gonna make make it more successful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. okay, cool, you know, cool. so and, I, and then I worked for the company, and then um, no, work, no, I no. went to Florissant, and I was there for like fourteen months, and then went to another location for three months, <laughs> so people, and then now I'm promoted to a store manager. So that's kind of like my work experience, and that's where I'm at right now. People, so if you know, anyway, in Ireland or not, um. When I get, you see me, I say, and I apply for Walmart, just put tips <laughs> no, on the reference. <laughs> <laughs> put tips on the reference, and I must get the job. I wouldn't say that, but. <laughs> I feel like the biggest but, thing in my life about that was you weren't, you weren't, you were open minded and say, you know what, I'm willing to move around between yeah. you and your family. Because they're rough for me. Yeah, that's yeah, that rough. Because a lot of time people don't like changes. Right. And the fact well, that you. So frequent too. Yeah, and it was freaking, but you had to understand that like Eric and I you were together, so every time I move, he had to move and yeah, change right. his job. So you got to understand, like doing that, you have to have a support system a, behind yeah, you. Because if every time I had to move a and unit. then he's like, "Screw that, I'm not moving" or whatever, it just made things a lot harder. And that's so that tough, yeah. especially as a man, a move, yeah, a yeah, his his wife or a woman job. Yeah. Um, so she can advance because a lot of time, especially with um, black Americans, man, they must say, no, you have, to, you have to quit that and come stay with what right. me I do. You know, yeah. because I give up my good job or but, whatever it is. But I think the thing is like, so when he was, do, I felt like I did it, like when education wise, when we were in school, like I feel like I was following, you know, wherever he was going for okay. school. So it was kind of a like, you know, I, you know, we did, you know, right. we're doing it, yeah. we're doing okay. it for it. It's a compromise. We're going to meet in the middle, you know, I did it so you could get to the school that you really wanted to go for wrestling. And then it was kind of like, okay. Uh, you know, he's so kind of helping my So this. until we get to a middle ground to figure yeah. out, okay, this yeah. is going to be our Biden That's spot. important for finding yeah. somebody where a, a team. Yes, he You understand me? So, True. Something like that. Yeah, I'm coming there, brother. Yeah, <laughs> less, for real. Less, less. Should I go on? For real. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if my mind is where I need to uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. yeah. So okay. yeah, so that's that was kind of the work for workforce of me. So I you know, the biggest thing is I always tell people, you know, when it comes on to workforce in America is what you put in is what you get out. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna you're not gonna get out, you know, more than what you put yeah. in. And I tell people this from day one. But at the same time, you just have to you have to have a, a group of people, whether it's your support system, whether it's your mentors, your family, whatever that is, that you can reach out to say, hey, I'm, I'm faced with a tough decision mm-hmm. and I feel like this is what I want to do. What you know, because sometimes different people have different perspective and stuff and they're going to give you different feedbacks. That's 
gonna you know help you make a better decision like not saying your decision was initially wrong or bad but just different perspectives are gonna give you different um support is always needed regardless of what it is whatever decision you make you need some form of support Yep. Is it me? It could have be your spouse, it could have be your family, like you said. It could have be a friend. Yep. You get me? I say, could have be even an outsider, because you can just be a random person and them just see and just say, yo, where do you look so? And mm-hmm. them just give some advice, like, yo, I see and you look like you go through something, you know, be. But just go and hold your head high. God or whoever have a plan for you. Yeah. You get me? I say, just go and do what you need for the man. You see me? Everything I go work out. And it's needed. Because you might feel. Like nothing, like everything just a fall apart. And when you hear that, you say, yeah, you know, see, this is what you want all along. And you just keep pushing, eh? Yeah. You see me? Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Good chat, man. You see me, people, and like me say, if you're anywhere in the world, you want to apply for Walmart, just put tips on the reference. <laughs> You see me? I'm going to put that information in my link. You can just... I only put in words for people that I know and know their exactly. work ethic and all exactly. of that because my reputation follows me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm make, because I use yeah. my job because you know, have the work ethic. Right, right. right. Yeah, that is you important. Yeah. That so, is important. People, know the thing go. You see me? All right, we're going to touch in with Raheem, you know, because we're going to run the table in here. You see me? Touching Raheem and make him make hear what go on with him as he works to relate well relate to workforce or his work ethics or his transition of work in the US. Alright? Go on Ron. Well Alright. Well the first thing I have to say is um when I did Jamaica I never really didn't I never really do a legit job yet. My job was to get up early in the morning and Pick a key off a tree before you see me before the rest I bought them pick them <laughs> off. And that next one was for the cell buckle. Yeah. Yeah, that was yes, a cell buckle. That was one of my main job for help out mommy. But you come up here young, don't you? Yeah, I come up here um in my about um Fifteen. High school. Fifteen, yeah. yeah. So I'm come up here young. Yeah. yeah buckle, buckle thing 15. is a hustle, you know, people. No matter mm-hmm. here, no matter you say buckle. What? It's a hustle. You get a little cheddar for it still. You know, it you makes know the thing go. Pound a flower more while. Yeah. I'll stick a butter. I'll, I'll, I'll stick a butter. butter. <laughs> I'll have one mackerel or something. You no, know the thing go. Mackerel, butter. Go on talk. <laughs> I privilege you, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Um. When I first come to America, um, I never did really know what it was going to be when I you know, did I go get a job. So I did more focus on playing ball when, when I did in high school. Ball was my only thing, you see me? And when I got high school, as I did say in the introduction, I never did really take education, so, like something serious. So I just ball was my big goal but you just want to play ball you see me so so sports is always a good thing sports is always a thing mm-hmm. you see me mm-hmm. yeah so when when we reached that point they were made it after do me after dinner school we start play ball but i went with it actually that will focus more on our school and get up my gpa you see me and so when I start to travel and then I did that work, I did that do um 
in school ball game too. So I did I play two different teams at the same time. So you play for your school and you play for your, like a club or something? Yeah, as me done. Oh, I can't play no. As me done high school. As me done with high school practice, me I leave and go straight to like um travel team practice. Just go straight to it and just go start work work out a little bit. But my first job, my first job, me ever work was at McDonald's. That was my first yeah, job. People, McDonald's. McDonald's. My first job was McDonald's and. Believe me when I tell you, it was one of the hardest jobs, but you have to get it done if, because there was things when I did need, and my mother never did always have it to provide it for me, because she did work hard and she did have bills and stuff like that for the youth, so I have to get a job and try to do some things for myself, so McDonald's was the first job, and... And that was where? In Florida? Yeah, in Florida. The, the only West Palm. Yeah, West Well, not, not, not in a West Palm. It did this place named Juno Beach. Um, where if, when we did live in Florida, it wasn't really like... If you don't have a car... I like Missouri, isn't it? Yeah, it's it hard to get around. So that was one of the biggest problems for me when we did that work at McDonald's because it did hard for me to find my way to the job more while because Juno Beach was a good distance. Okay. A good distance from me. They live in a West Palm and Juno Beach. It's a different place, isn't it? So it was a. It was kind of hard to get there, but you know, my sister them did always did it for help me out whenever. Like, probably get me a Uber if we get to the job, isn't it? If we get it done. But apart from that, working at McDonald's wasn't really an easy thing because. The thing with me is like, I'm not really good with schoolwork, but I'm quick at catching on to anything. Like, so like the experience, like yeah. going through the experience, you learn better that way there. Yeah, like, no looting, but I'm good with my hands. Them, like, <laughs> could I catch on? <laughs> could I, I catch? Guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Could I catch on to anything with like? That was one thing with me. You show me. Right now, I'm catching on to it right away, so. What threw me the quick at catching on to so much things, you know? McDonald's, them did have me a do more than what I'm supposed to, isn't it? Like, me that work the grill and then me that take orders at the same time. The grill there, a good distance from the counter for take orders, you know? So, sometimes, like at night time, used to do late shift. So, more while I'm me and just one youth with a day in the place where my manager would have left so he would have worked the back drive through and me would have the grill on the front you see me so I would have take the orders them and then go up on the grill and deal with it and bag it up and you see me so it wasn't really it wasn't uh, like an easy thing but you make it make you side yeah, yeah make it work well you see me so outside of McDonald's well let me talk about McDonald's so your experience at McDonald's where does I say the pros and the cons from working at McDonald's? The you pros? Say, like, where you get from it as a man himself mm-hmm. and as it relates to working, like, how you transition that, how you take that kind of information and bring it into your general life and also in the work, in the work life? Well, for, for one... The, bro, the pros and the cons. Well, for one thing, like, for the pros, it build up my resume, isn't it? Like, right. 
put like me never me never did really have a resume where I built. So I me never really too know nothing about a resume, you see me? I just me did have my mother used to explain to me and my sister them be like the more you have, you know, like the more job you have, stuff like that. Experience, yeah. And experience yeah. That are something more good for you and it will get you a better chance of getting different, different jobs, job, you right. see me? Or better jobs. But that was one of the good things about it, like as when I said, when I catch on fast, quick, I could have just go to a different restaurant and just like, say, for, like for Wendy's, any other fast food restaurant and catch on and end up getting a job there with ease. And you see me? That was, that was one thing where they kind of built up my resume. But the only, the only thing I never did too, too like about working in them jobs, there was, as where you're saying at the starting, was the disrespect. Is it me? Cause we get disrespected a lot, a lot by work. Me have people who fling food off of me and I'm a face, spit up, spit for me and them things. That good to do nothing than just I'm take it. I'm being hearted from Jamaica that, that different thing, you know. A man, a man talk to you too hard or spit for yeah. you and them things they don't really PH. deal with. So yeah. you can't, you can't teach a lot of you. humility. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when me go through things like them, the more while there was a time when I just think like, yo, fuck this fuck job this thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, can't do yeah, it. Yeah, man, you can't cost man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I can't do this job thing. We just uh, try to focus more on playing ball, you see me? But as when I say, my mother couldn't do, like she did have so much things on fair plate already, so me have to kind of help out, yeah, help out sure myself, it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but when I start work, they kinda get for get used to the working lifestyle so we get to understand say yeah, you have to go through some struggles and stuff like that for learn, isn't it? But I never something with it easy for me, like 'cause in a Jamaica I never really know nothing about like a job like that. You see me, my job as when I tell you as for just make Some sure they host thing. yeah, yeah. 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 start out the thing in the house you see me which me have a coming you know you see me have a coming because big woman thing me spit in a face yeah, man. food no me a chew back food all my face spit all off me make all the other a, a meal wrong and a you a white man take it and fling it off of me could you do nothing no me a page just take it and Give him some hot water, some so juice, sorry, or something. Yeah. Uh, but then again, you have to think about the long, yeah. the long term. You can't mm-hmm. think about yeah. just now. Yeah. You understand? You yeah. can't just react, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, I have a community still, because it's rough, not just for me, but I know I can't speak for a lot of other people. Like, it'll be rough for them to just digest that right then and there. Mm. You get me, I say? So, you see me? Mm. Yeah. But, when me. When me, these, me get so used to working with fast food, me think about just switching to something different, you see me? Because fast food, as women say, it wasn't an easy job. So I just think about doing something new, switch to like retail. Okay. Actually start the retail when I first moved to New York. And I start living with my mom. I work at Forever 21. Okay. And comparing that to fast food, I would have said ten times easier. Not okay. saying and no, everybody know no work no easy at all, but to me, me they think it did much easier cause 
me did a work on my own time. You get me what I say? Like, in the sense of what you mean by that? Like, for example, me did a work in the stock room. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. in the stock room, how it was is like. You have to just get the things done. Yeah, you have to just make sure say, you have that work here, right, yes, sir? And them give you an amount of day if you get it cleared. So we have to just make sure, say, yo, that clear before that. So like a burger, we have to make yeah, it a, make in it. a two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't a rush, but it, it never did easy still, because apart from the lifting and them thing, they yeah, put a strain on you, but we never really have a problem with doing something like that, because it's ten times easier than what we used to do before. But yeah, but as I said, fast food, that's something when me did have, when me did struggle through the whole time when I first come to America because I never really know what it's like working in a restaurant like that, you see me? I never know what it's like doing them type of job there until I come to America, but, you see me? You make it work still. Oh. You make it work. And the transition from culinary or fast food, as people might put it, to sales, mm-hmm. you see me what I say? And I mean, you're never there on the front line, but you're, you're one of them important factors factor in the whole thing. Where you have to make sure everything's set right so then people can get, get it even easier. You, you have to do the hard work. Yeah. You, me? you have to carry and lift up and pack up and all of them things. Like if you don't do that, I'll yeah. do it right. Them, then, yeah. Then yeah. They can't them, do what they need. Exactly. For them. You see me? I say? So, yeah, come in. You see me? For mm-hmm. all of that. You see me, I say, I'm definitely pick up a whole heap of things where really, I say too. You see me, as it relates to, you never that work, you never that work like, you never that work, period, mm-hmm. in a Jamaica. You just come over here and say, yo, alright, go on. Go on and I blow open in the dog and figure it out. Yeah. You see me, and you, you actually do that. You get me, I say, you go through, like me say, you go through the struggles where people are dash things off for you and spit off for you. And, man, how you say, man? Come check me after me after I done, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you want. Yeah, but can't go yes, for my break right yeah. now. Come leave for a page. Yeah, leave a page of you, you know, yes, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, but, but could you even think like that, you know, because when, <clears throat> when my first come to America, as when me hear it, I say, at the start, um, my mother and granny used to come. used to get in a whole heap of trouble when my day in Jamaica. I always get in fights and them kind of things, you know, see me? But so when me come to America, my granny and my mother always dip on my case. Then be like, yo, don't get in trouble. Na trouble. Especially when me start high school in Florida. Mm-hmm. Then they always dip on my case, make sure I do my work, my homework, and all that. Because I never saw what I did normally do, you see me? Yeah. So my mother and my granny, them did always dip on me for every single thing. Like, anywhere I go, them, them watch where I go, they watch who. Who I surround myself with and all them things, you see me? So, I never really did have free time as how it was back home, you see me? So, yeah. it was just a. Shock to a foreign different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I laugh because we know we don't say it, but I'm a nephew, see? Right. So, hearing it from female perspective, and more time, me, me listen, but everything where I explain, I stuff from a gotcha. Right. You understand from a three time, as I say, a three time I get kicked from JC. <laughs> Last time, them tell me, say, yo, you can't come back. See, come my mother did able to help me get back in because the vice principal at the time. 
give me a put me in on probation and all of them things because it wasn't that much a dumb youth you understand so but the thing is me never think me that smart mm-hmm. so even though me a pass the class them and so when me hear my talk about that him graduate and I like a G, GD him get right. you understand and there are times when me and him dep on the phone and me have to dep on the phone and I, with him mm-hmm. while him I do extra work for catch up so him can graduate on time. Hmm. So when he must say him not good at school work, as something me used to say, and the more we believe them thing there, mm-hmm. is the more me not say people not struggle with school work, but somehow we want it. The minute me see it, me supposed to get it right. with no effort. And I that me teach him more time, say, yo, schoolboy, sometimes it got hard. Because even me we have two degrees and a master's. Me have an associate from GC Faster. I have a degree in a psychology, one in a physical education, and I have a master's in a kinesiology from SIU Edwardsville. And even after graduating, I still never think I'm smart enough. I wouldn't pick up a book and read. And now people are, are come to me and ask me for, because me have to change your mindset there. Yeah. So when it's, I, all, it's always start from or us as individuals still. Because if you tell yourself you can't do something or you're not good at something, then you're not going to put say, in the work, yeah. forget there. And you're going to believe that throughout the rest of your life, innit? Exactly. Until you switch that. And that's why more time, me and him, and him I say, Uncle, you now nah, understand it. Tough for me. And me I say, yo, I get it. I nah say it's not tough for you, but just get a little effort. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because it come back to work ethic. Right. If you go upon a job and you don't know it right away, mm. you have to spend some time and learn the skill, you know, and it's not nah, going to come easy, you know. Right. And if you give up every time it get challenging, you're going to find yourself a skip job. Mm-hmm. And while you build your resume with a bunch of jobs, right. if you don't show no job discipline and, a, and a show say you can't stay upon a job, people look at your resume and say you have only your experience, but guess what? You, you, you haven't been at a job long enough. Yeah. Right, right, so right. it doesn't make no sense to hire you because you just look like you're a prone for mm-hmm. money. You understand? So them look at things that were people not teaching them. I said, build your resume, work a different place. But them not they say, yo, you have to work discipline, you have to work hard and be willing to learn new stuff and try. So that are the things that were, so when me hear my attack, I'm gonna say I reflect back upon my years, 20 years ago, cause my 20 years, 20, 21, 22 years older than him. So them things that were in my sheer, me sit down and I listen to. And I say, yo, I've been there. So when I share certain things with you, it's not that I don't understand. It's when me have learned mm-hmm. to help you, to say, yo, so you don't go through as much struggles. You know, you don't go through as much struggles as me did go through. You know, so I try to save you, but sometimes people have to figure it out for themselves. Yeah. You understand? And all me can do is sit back and say, yo, I'm there when you need me. Now I got be a city but the minute you need help and ask for it, yeah, but there, but me, I, me, I gonna make you try figure it out for right, yourself. Right, right. You understand? So, yeah, but true. My experience, you don't talk. Don't talk. Me, I listen. My experience. So when we touch, it might touch in, it might touch in from female experience in our work. You know, so yeah, you work. don't talk about your experience. Your work experience. You will complete with your. Yeah. So what you are trying to know? Work one. Yeah. When I tried to <laughs> tell you the truth, I'm still not sure what I want to like. More while I think about going back to school, but then again, 
we like, can't bother go through this only for school work. But when we get for understanding, with just a high school diploma, you, you can't really so do much. much. You're limited. Yeah, you're limited. But it's crazy because when my first, as when, when my first come to America, me, me did always, my granny did always, I said to me, say, once you have your high school diploma, is it made much easier? But it is much it. easier, mm. <laughs> but not as easy as if you have a yeah. degree. <laughs> yeah, so or a trade, not necessarily a degree, but yeah, a, that, a if trade. If you have a trade, you can go. You can get way more money. Yeah, yeah, that's so, what I hear. A trade, I want. Only for work, yeah, but still. Mm-hmm. And you have to start school work, yeah. school work to start at entry level. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. it might as well just do it still, but yeah, me, you have to learn the hard way. So, uh, what I want to do for your fuck is go back to school. And go do what? Do a trade. Okay. Definitely, I'm going to do a trade. I best way to go. My advice to you is, what I suggest to you is, from this day forward to the hour. To the hour. Six. The six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the six. The six or next month, think about that for a month. You have a month for think about that. Six or this month to six or next month. You have a month for think about what I try to do America. You see me? I say, what mm-hmm. I going to try to do after the, the month you're done. You get me? I said, like, I'm supposed, supposed to make some plans, some adjustment, like, all right, cool. You know, more want be one, one carpenter. All right, what kind of steps I'm going to make to become a carpenter? I need to go back to school. I need to make a link with a brother over here. So I need to call a brother and say, yo, yo, uncle, you don't know nobody where a carpenter where can give me a plug because mm-hmm. experience is the best. Yeah. You feel me, I said? So, yeah, the month there, me, I give you that Person to person, I say, yo, take that money and decide what you going to do, what you want to do. You see me, I say, not yeah. to just make some money, but what you can do long term, you can yeah. provide for yourself, provide for your people. And you see me, I say, you can even create a business out of yourself. Because at the end of the day, you need to create a business. But definitely it? want to forget, make sure some of your information to Facts. Because me saying it, I like, I just uncle that. Yeah. Uncle that first. You understand? Yeah. Even though. I mean, fuss at him, but more time me have reasoning, right. and it just, but it still come off like fussing. But you as a younger youth, because yeah. you may have what, 10 years by you? Yeah, what? Probably like 35, yeah. Yeah, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're 30, yeah? Yeah, me at 30. So you're just 30? Yeah, me at turn 31 this year. So me at 30, me at 42 this year, in okay, November. So you have 11 years. So, yeah. so 11, 12 years. So, I yeah. definitely want. I feel like you can relate to him better. Right. And it doesn't look like I force me a it at him. I only can hold meds on the level. Even right. when they pass, still they pass on the level. But I feel like the relationship may be better. And, right, right. and it won't just look like an uncle I force at him. Because I'm so passionate about it. You know, come more time link and you know the passion I have towards people just leveling up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm too passionate and it must right. I sound like an uncle of us. So I definitely don't want to come after the way they come. I don't want to discourage him or pressure him at the same time. But I see the pot, I know him potential. Things can happen. Because it's a youth where if you give him something to do like him, say, man get competitive with it. Yeah, want to be the best. Want to be the best at it. And I know say, if he can stop to himself, say, School enough for me. I say, yo, me I gonna learn that trade yeah. here, or me I gonna learn. Me not say go college or whatever, right. but learn that trade here, that skill here. He might gonna kill it. Me know that fair fact because I just observing him and see how him function. So that's the biggest thing. 
for me um, with him. So that's why I definitely want why you connect with him and then him connect with the other one them where yes man where they bought where they bought the place with their man you um, see me with their and whatever connects me have me not have a problem for getting out you see me just like tips would I say just make sure say yo that connect with me yeah and represent the name yeah yeah just yeah. know say that you tell him give me that connect and so me can't just disappoint him so I look bad for him and everybody else will come after you not he just you know. Now, yeah. do it for them exactly yeah you see me so yeah, yeah. man way out here man mm-hmm. you see me so, so mm-hmm. Nick touching point here yeah so, so, so you know, a whole heap you have a chat a whole heap of time I'm trying to condense it come on take up you know but my biggest thing still no brother Um, when we just drop here we're in a college and we have three jobs on campus. We can't work off campus, but we have three jobs on campus. It have enough. We are working in a cafeteria. We are doing maintenance. I help empty trash and all of them things yeah. in the dorms. Them. And then we are working in a catering. Okay. Some of my American friends used to say, yo, I can't find a job because they look for luxury jobs and pretty jobs where they can go into the mall and they can get discount. But the biggest thing about me working on campus was at even time, because we didn't have much money because we never had a full scholarship. I could have a bread and some banana and make banana sandwich at night time. Banana and bread sandwich at night time. My mother didn't <laughs> know them struggles there because I didn't call her and say, Yo, mommy, I'm hungry. You, know? you understand me? Yeah. Because as a man, my father teaches her, Yo, we have to go out to go work hard. You understand me? I said, So. Right. I can't, my mother struggle, I can't beg her for a little personal stuff. Yeah. You understand? Because then she got worry. Yeah. Especially when she not have money for send come give me. So them things that is important to me. So I have three jobs on campus. When I graduate, I graduate from McKendree College at the time. Now McKendree University. With two degrees. Zane, I graduate with two degrees from a private school. Not owing anybody anything. I don't owe nobody no money when I graduate from a private school. Enough people don't have that. And again, I was the smartest guy. Mm. But I just know more and know, say, yo, going back home, even though I'm a certified teacher in Jamaica, I know going back home to that minimum wasn't it. wasn't it. I have to make a better situation for my family. You understand? So I start, start working on mental health right after, right after college. I do case management work. So I do case management work from 2003, November 2000, October 2003. I do mental health for two years and then start working at the HIV field from mm-hmm. 2005 to this point. Um, I'm, my mentor, Papi, the man teach me a thing from yard when I did a GC first. man said, any organization where you're going to, you want to make sure say so you connect with three people. You want to connect with the secretary. Because secretary got to get you connected to the people that we need to get connected with. You want to get connected with the people them like cafeteria. Because when money tight and you can't afford food, them can't squeeze your thing. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure say so you connect with the person, the maintenance person. Because them can get you in any building if you need nothing unlock, if you need anything clean up, the relationship we have with them, they might go over and be on with yeah. them. And the, them three people there, every organization where I'm going to, I always treat them people there with respect. And have 
even when me they are Wilma's boys that work. You understand? So them thing that was big for me. Um when I come here the mentorship, I meet a lady recently and she said and and Tibbs mentioned it say mentor is important. Yeah. You have to have three mentors, at least three mentors in a life. And I learned this from one of my, my mentor, Nikki Roach, she used to be at Webster University. She was one of the VP them at Webster University. And she told me, say, you need three mentors. You need somebody who know where you're going. Because they're going to teach you things where you would never yeah, know. And, and, and it can't, she, even if you make the same mistakes, she can teach you, or them can teach you how to get over it, or what works for them, and you can try it. So you won't have to go through the struggle as much. Mm-hmm. All right. The second mentor get somebody who is of a different culture. Because think about it, um, the way me and you grew up, mm. we know so we need to save money for our war. Then, because we come from struggles, somebody will come from money. Them not think about savings, you know. They might think about investing. They might think about investing. Yeah. And if nobody no mentor we all for invest. Yes, right. We now are gonna know for build our wealth. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we are gonna come to America and think we are gonna save, save some money and buy this and buy that. And when we come we realize say yo, the five years old we don't plan for save money for for for, for buy a, a house, it are gonna take for fifteen years. Because I wish for we are start. Right. Me, have a, me have a philosophy say um America is like a better rose. Mm. And when we think a better rose, we are thinking pretty this. But my approach is when you drop out America, you drop out the root and have to make it through the thorns and all of the struggles to get up to the pretty part. And even when you get up there, sir, if you're not careful, you fall back down quick. Mm-hmm. And even if you rise up there quick, you're going to get knocked off. So you have to patiently work your way through the thorns, learn through the exper- through experience. You can't afraid for make, for make mistakes. Right. You understand me? And I thought when I said the R stands for greatness, it's changing our mindset that we can be anything we want, but we have to go put in the work. It has to take certain discipline. So find somebody who have been there and then can mentor you through it. Um, somebody who is from a different culture who are going to give you a different perspective. Different perspective yeah. And then somebody of a different gender, so a female. Right. So as men... We are thinking about it one way. We, think, we tend to think, I'm going to do the air quotes, we tend to think that, think logical. Right. Whereas women think more, emotional. a lot of time, from an emotional perspective. And when you have a goal, I may share my goal with you. And you tell me, no, this is not right, that not right, I not like that, I not like yeah. that. If after everything, I my mentors them poke hole in, a, in, a my, in a my goals. I mean, still able to put it up like a kite and fly it. That mean I process it properly. But if me bring an idea to you, I mean, I think about it properly. And you say, yo, that not sound good. Now me give up on my idea. That mean right. me never fully think about it. Me never fully process it. When me passionate about it, even if you poor cold in night and it can't fly no more, me go, me mm. go throw it away. Me go come back now and make the adjustments. But if we not have mentors to help guide you and teach you them things there, a man tell you, say, yo, Bridget, plumber now nah, go make good money, you know. And you just give, give up on plumbing. 
Was a high jumper, you know? And them tell me, say, oh, you're not good enough. My friend Wavell Hines, where you're so cricketer. Man say, oh, you're not good enough. Come. <laughs> now waste the people them track time. <laughs> and now, him link me, and I say, yo, brother, I love the dedication now because even when we cared you, it forced you to go train harder so you could have proved, not to them, but to myself, so I can become something. Right. Because I never had a think about scholarship. When I go get my master's, you know, and my friend and me follow go get masters, you know. Go sign up for masters, you know. After a year, I drop out of that, you know. Because me I follow, I never had to do it because of me. You want to do it, yeah. And then the minute I start putting the work and I, I really refocus why I want to do it. Yeah. And since I get my masters now, I'm a professor. I'm a business I do well when I travel around the world. I work with professional athletes, college athletes, on the mental side of training, which is which are the biggest part of the game because if mentally you're not in the game, you're not going to perform well. Right. And we just see it in our world championship where a bunch of athletes from all over the world give up because mentally the heat and the environment and all of that get to them where them never, them seeded for perform but they never perform. So if me did give up on my dream, I said, I don't have the money so I can't do this or I'm not that smart so I can't I'm not going to try. I'm not going to give up on it. Right. But because I know I'm committed to it, every time somebody tells me why it's not going to work, I go back and do research and figure out how I'm going to make it work. Sure. So because of that, I'm able to move around. I'm a work ethic. I come in and I make sure that I reach a work on time. I might run five minutes late every now and again, but I lose a job. I <laughs> miss up on a job out of college where that get me. It did not start me at 55,000 a year on the train. I'm reach an interview 15 minutes late. Interview in a Texas. I'm a fly go to Texas. And a second interview. So the first time I pass it, the written interview. Second time I go back for the in person. And you, me and your reason more time, you know, I can't sell ice to an Eskimo. Right. And I sell me, forgot to sell myself, but because I reached the interview late. five minutes late. And they have enough time in it. The man not even interview me. Man said, Thank you for coming, but because you're late, we now can interview you. I said, But I come from St. Louis, he must say, I have a safe trip back. <laughs> because you being a minute late opening the gate can cause the train for cause accident. Okay. So we can't take somebody when they value time. Yeah. Which I feel like is important. Time is important. We have to value people time. And even though I still struggle, I run a five minutes late and I still get antsy when I run late because I value somebody else's time and respect for them time. Fucks. And because of that, brother, brother I learn them things about the mentors and, and, and the work ethic. and That's how I keep me grounded, man. So nowadays, when I reach out to them, yeah, try to provide that guidance there. Sure. Try to provide that knowledge there. So, even if you make the mistake that me make, it not affect as major as or it does affect me or the people that me learn from. Because they say, only a fool learn from his own, his own mistake. A wise man learn from other people's mistake. Yeah. And we don't have to be book smart. Street smart can get you there, but you can't and look feet quick. That, that's a thing I'm going to learn most about this work field 
and that's my experience working. Now I work for, I work for two universities, actually three universities I've worked for. I mean, I'm the smartest kid. That's how you tell yourself. That's how I used to tell myself. And now me actually I think about to get a, a PhD. And the smartest guy, well, wasn't. See me? But, yeah, man, so that, that, that's my little knowledge and, and my experience for sharing with them and them. So, I don't know why you see if you ask. Well, I mean, we are, we are going for the time. Yeah, man, we are going hard for the time. Yeah, see me? So, what the man them do is, of course, people don't mind to hear tips in the background or nothing because she had to leave. She had some kind of um, emergency, so she had to leave. But we still have Raheem Devota and Nick Devota, of course, and myself. You get me? I say, some one man them express all the people them can reach out to. You, know? you see me? I say, because you never know, you know. One link form on the next link, create a chain, you know. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get me? I say, connects, as we always preach, connects. You get me? I say, people you know, you see me? I say, you can get information. You get me, I say, from anywhere, about anything. You never know. You get me? And you might book up in somebody, you probably might sit or hear on the podcast somewhere down the line. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you need them approval for something. Yeah. You get me? So, more and more, them tell people, them, all people them can reach to them. You get me? Just in case they have any questions or, you know, something. You see me, I say. So, we are going through with Rhyme himself. I tell people you can reach out to him. Social media, you know what I mean? Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat. Instagram, I only active social media right now. So, you can reach me at Rhyme Duncan 77. Isn't it? That's R A H E E M D U N C A N 77. All right, people, you hear that? And the man himself, Nick. Yeah, so. One of the things I'm going to do for my, as I said, the company is The Mind Game. Um, you, it, for Instagram and Twitter, my, mind, my handle is It's a Mind Game. So I-T-S-A-M-I-N-D-G-A-M-E. So It's a Mind Game. You can find me on Instagram. I'm going to do my best for posts, at least one or two positive Every, every post on my post, I've got to be motivational that you can apply to life, even though it geared towards athletes and performance. Anything in a life are performance, if you want, as long as you want to advance yourself. So it's a mind game on both Twitter and, and Instagram. And then for LinkedIn, it's Nicholas R. Powell. And same thing for Facebook, Nicholas R. Powell. And you can, and you can reach out to me. Uh, R stands for great. Yeah, yeah the R right? stands for greatness. Yeah. So, you say now, me know you're a photographer and them thing there, you know. Say now, tell people about that R. I do look at photography on the side, but that's not my passion. Okay, you understand? Okay, okay. Um, that are just for help out one of my brethren here, my best friend here, who are actually one of my mentors to um, for help him out. But for the most part, my thing is sports psychology, performance psychology, the mind game. motivational speaking, my travel the country travel the world, go to the Olympics, world championship. I missed that one here this year, but... Resume apart, tall, apart, you know, people. Yeah. Resume tall. No worry yourself. Resume tall, man. I mean, I say, make sure to link them on them. You see me, I say? The man, they might need information or something. 
Yezime, a man named Mine the Kanek. You Mine the Kanek, them Mine the Kanek, because one, one yeah. unwashed next, you know. Yezime. So, give thanks to all of the listeners, them. You get me? And if you have no question for me, you know you can reach out to the email. Email is there in the description, of course. Share with a friend. You get me? Make sure you share with a friend. Yeah? And, of course, the key points for today, you look into that and make sure you take notes. Work ethics, you see me? Mentorship. Mentorship, like I say, teach you. Somebody who can show you certain things. But them experience, not just for them experience, but probably other people experience with them coming um correspond with. You get me? I say finding something that you might find and want, something like you're passionate about. You get me? So don't just get up and just say, Yo, oh, you're gonna do this because you see me? Because you can make some money, but something where you actually love. You get me? I say, and you have to want can take risks, you have to be willing to go out there and get to it. You get me, I say? You have to set your mind where you can't just limit yourself. You get me? You have to just push out there and be like, yo, it's not easy. You get me? It's not easy at all. You see me? So, just keep that in mind. Sky is limited now. And just you have to mentally set yourself a certain way. You get me? If you tell yourself, say, it's not me, just, it's not me, regardless of how much work you have put in. So, just get to it, you see me? And not the easy way. Slow cook. No pressure cooker. <laughs> you get me? I say pressure cooker is not al- always right. You want to cook it sometime fast, but slow cook. Yeah. You see me? Take it time. Take the time and get it done. Yeah? And this I yard and abroad. So I want to thanks for all of the listeners them from everywhere. Apple, Google, all of them platforms there. Yeah? And I'll share it with a friend, make them know. I'll just keep on posted by everything. Experiences through my eyes, Nick eyes, Rahim eyes, Tibbs eyes. You see me? So, let's keep tuned. You had an abroad, yeah? Alright. Give thanks. You see me? Open out. <laughs> Alright, people. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Yard and Abroad. You know? Just make sure so you lock in, save, you know, share it with a friend. Tell a friend. You get me, I say? And just stay tuned. Yeah? Give thanks.